welcome back to the Entertainment Goes Pop podcast, where all things entertainment cross over with all things pop culture, meaning all topics are fair discussion, including TV, movies, music, sports, video games. All of it is discussed on this podcast. On this week's episode of the podcast, I have discussion on week three of the downfall of Brent on this week's Big Brother 23, so let's get right into it. All right, let's talk about week three, Big Brother 23. This week's Big Brother 23 featured the downfall of Brent and a downfall that he was completely clueless on up until the last day anyway, but we're going to get there up until today, last night, yesterday. I think it was somewhere around there, but we'll get to that. So as the house planned his big brother demise, Brent was just, he was completely confident, oblivious to everything that was going on. So let's get right into it. I mean, we left off last week with Xavier winning the HOH competition. This was an HOH win that Xavier wasn't planning on winning, and he didn't want to win this one, but here he was as HOH, and it was time to make plans for the week. And again, I'm going to talk about the show happenings while also adding in things from the live feeds. So the show did a big job on making sure to foreshadow like crazy the setup of two things here early in the week. Brent and Brittany both feeling good about safety with Xavier as the HOH. So we saw setup last week of the Royal Flush, which is the teams of the Kings and Queens along with Derek X. So I called them the Royal Family last week, so that was my mess up there. That was one of the names that they mentioned at one point, but then then they ended up settling on the Royal Flush. So we get DRs here of Brittany's annoyance of being on the block and how she was tired and ready to be done with it. And, of course, all of us on the feeds, we see this where it's like, oh, we're setting it up. The groundwork's being laid here because there's more annoyance coming for Brittany. So we see more, speaking of annoyance, we see more annoyance from the women in dealing with Brent. Hannah, she's tired of Brent's comments. We also see a conversation with Brent talking to Alyssa where he said that he was reading Alyssa's lips about how she didn't want guys working with her in the game because they were wanting to date her. That, you know, that being the reason that they were working with her is that they wanted to date her. And instead, that she wanted people working with her because they wanted to work with her. This was something that was seen on the live feeds where she was... The setup before this was that she was actually talking to Christian about this topic at that time. And Brent was across the room, and he was reading her lips as she was talking. So she go, he goes over there, and he brought up the topic a little bit later to her. And as you can imagine, she was kind of creeped out by this, uh, that uh, he was reading her lips from across the room and then come over there and made this comment. So this also made another topic in the house of you'd better make sure you watch what you say around Brent because he can read lips. So another topic that Brent brought up, which was shown on the show, 
was that he said he had never had platonic friends that were women, and it wasn't something that you can do. Okay, it's that's another topic that got on people's nerves with that statement. It's like, and then for me myself, it's like I've always had probably as many like best friends that were women over the years as I've probably had like guy best friends over the years. So, I mean, it's very even. So, and of course, there were a lot of live feeders that were like, what is he talking about? And that's what people were talking about in the house, too. It's like, yeah, okay, Brent, uh, no clue there, buddy. <laughs> but that was one of the things he was uh, standing on in that house in there. So, moving on from that, we get to, this is just like the latest of Brent things going on in the house that was getting on people's nerves. So moving beyond that, we get to see the first mention on the show of the showman's possibility of Derek X and Hannah when we see Sarah Beth talk about how much she wants them to get together and that they've they've both admitted that they like one another. That's one thing that has happened. And one thing too, Sarah Beth has a great read on this topic in the house on who likes who, so, man, you have her around, she's gonna nail <laughs> this kind of thing, as one thing that she also goes beyond with that, is that she talks about that there's several guys in the house that have, that like Alyssa, and she nails every single one of them that have a crush on Alyssa, and that's three guys, and that's Xavier, Christian, and Brent. She nails all of them. So you're not going to be able to sneak that stuff around on Sarah Beth, clearly. She's, she's, got a, she's got a headspace for that. She knows what's going on. So I thought that was a really good segment. I like that segment to where she was just nailing it all, and she was uh, really pulling for Derek X and Hannah, just like all of us are. We're all very supportive of, there's a lot of push in the fandom of like, that has to happen. We have to see a Sarah, I mean, a Derek X and Hannah showmance. We have to see that happen at some point this season. We also see the reveal of the Christian and Alyssa showmance being official. And what was funny is we also had like DRs of them where Alyssa's like, we're just friends that find each other attractive. And one thing with them is, and when I heard them say that in the DR where they were setting it up, you know, it's like, yeah, we're just friends. And yeah, you're not. <laughs> like we, we all say, and, and it was kind of tongue in cheek a little bit too when they were talking about it. They kind of had this grin on their face of like, yeah, we, we like each other. It's, it's a thing. While they're kind of trying to deny it a little bit. So it was funny. And one thing with them is, like, they hang out a lot together on the live feeds to where they hang out away from the group a lot, a bunch of times. So they're going to have to be careful with that because they they could get into a situation, and it's happened a bunch, to where the game's happening around them and they're not around the groups and this group is gaming a lot in there. And while they're talking and hanging out together, doing their thing and being distracted with one another, it could cost them a pivotal moment in this game. That's something we're going to have to keep an eye on to where hopefully 
you know, the showmance doesn't distract them from something that happens around them that's bigger with the game, and they end up on the outside of something. So, moving back to Brent, Brent is very big on pushing that he has his team and they have his back. However, if you watched the the ending of the HOH competition, you saw Hannah and Derek X both like visibly celebrating the Xavier win. And uh, they aren't with Brent, and they want him out. So Derek X and Hannah also, they talked about how they threw the HOH competition to Xavier. And so this gets us to the wildcard competition, which now has a theme song, apparently. They played this like rock theme song. Reminded me of the TakeOver theme song. I don't care to revisit the TakeOver theme song and the TakeOver twist, but... Here we are. <laughs> but no, they actually, we get to the wild card competition here. The teams pick their players, of course, on who to play in this competition. The Aces have Derek X. The Queens have Tiffany. The Jokers have Brittany. So Tiffany wants to play to keep the safety out of the wrong hands here. Derek X is wanting to throw it to Tiffany to where it keeps Brittany as a possible option for nominations, and it also keeps Brent as the target. So he's got two ways of looking at this here. So if Derek X won, he could possibly win safety for his team, which would take Brent away as the target. So that's one thing that Derek X wants nothing to do with this. So the competition is called Unlucky 13. You have to walk across a moving balance beam to the other side where there are places for four cards. Your goal is to place cards on your opponent's displays to try and knock them out by the cards adding up to 13. So on each trip, you're going to pull the card off the top at the beginning and you're going to walk across the beam. Then you can pick which person that you want to place the card with to, while looking at their numbers already placed, seeing what number you might have that could try and hit 13 and knock that person out. So immediately we see that Derek X and Tiffany are teaming up on Brittany, trying to knock her out. And the rest of the house got to watch the competition on the TV in the living room. So her team caught on quickly watching this, saying they're double teaming her, trying to, trying to eliminate her. And Brittany sees this too, and of course she's obviously not happy about this. And there is one point where Brittany had a card and she stood right in front of Derek X's cards trying to figure out the math of what she needed to take him out, seeing if there was a possibility. And we cut back to the room to where they're all watching and Sarah Beth figured it out immediately in the living room. And she's like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, take this number off and replace it. You got it, do it. And Brittany just couldn't see it. And the living room was just completely animated not believing that she couldn't figure it out. And Brittany just froze on the math and the pressure. You know, a lot of times you're in a pressure situation like that. The math that would be normal isn't working because I know that would happen to me. I have it happen like in normal everyday things. You know, if it's something where I'm like time constrained or something, you know, it's like the brain just quits. And she just couldn't get it. And she had the play to knock Derek X right out right then. And this also went against what Brittany had been saying all week on the feeds. It was like, I didn't have a chance to win. They double teamed me. 
you know, that didn't even have a chance. And she clearly had a chance right here. She just froze up in the moment of it. So Derek ends up eliminating Brittany. This leaves Tiffany and Derek to battle it out. Tiffany wins. Now again, here comes the twist. Tiffany is given the option of that she would be safe, but also a player from each of the other teams would be safe too. So this would have been a game of chance to determine which of those players it would be as well. Tiffany turned it down, said she didn't really need safety anyway because she was good with Xavier, which is true. And so Brent says this is the best case scenario for him because anyway, because he's safe. Brittany cries. Xavier starts doing his HOH meetings to come up with a plan of nominations, but he was already pretty well locked in on what he was going to do. So he did these meetings in a series of meetings just like we saw last week with Kylan. And his plan from the get-go is to have Brent and Brittany on a block with Brent as the target. Why Brittany? Xavier's thinking on these nominations is that he wants Brent to feel safe all week. He doesn't want another week like last week of chaos. He wants Brent to feel like the pawn while he is actually the target. The talk is why not to put up Brittany next to Brent. And Xavier says that if he puts Whitney up next to Brent, Brent will feel like a target with his teammate up next to him. So if he puts up Brittany, he can make Brent feel like Brittany is the target and then ease him and make him feel good for the week. The biggest discussion of the day ends up being between two members of the Cookout Alliance, which is Xavier and Aza talking here. Now remember, the Cookout Alliance consists of these two, Big D, Tiffany, Kylan, and Hannah. Now this is kind of tricky because it is an alliance of six. For Aza, this hasn't been shown on the show really that I can think of, but it's an alliance of five for Aza as she doesn't want Hannah to be in it, whereas the rest are saying, yeah, Hannah's in it. It's six. <laughs> so... Back to this conversation, so Xavier talks to Aza here in the HOH room where he says he is thinking about putting up Brittany. This flies all over Aza with her saying, no, don't put her up. I don't want that girl going through what she went through last week again. She was miserable. She was crying. I don't want her going through this again. And Aza fights back so much on it that she says, just put me up if you need a pawn. And Xavier's like, What? Yeah, I'd rather you put me up than having Brittany have to deal with all this again. You never want to go up on a block voluntarily. <laughs> it's like not wanting to go up as a pawn. The pawn always goes home, but even more so, you never want to volunteer yourself for the block. So Xavier obviously pushes back on this, saying, I'm not about to put a member of my own cookout alliance on a block. He's like, I'm protecting you here. This is why I'm putting Brittany up. I'm not about to put you in harm's way. And Aza is not happy about this. And it's it wasn't shown on the show, but Xavier did talk to Brittany. And he pitched to her about being a pawn. Obviously, Brittany wasn't happy about it. She didn't want to go back up. She was just furious over it. And he let her know what the plan is. And he said he wants her to openly not feel safe to where Brent will be fooled. He said, again, this, the house is all with this. You are going to be safe. And he eased her down. So Brittany and Aza would also later talk about this in their room to where Aza told Brittany that she was trying to get him to put her up. Now the last conversation before nominations that would happen that we saw on the feeds 
right before uh, Xavier was about to head down to the diary room would be Xavier talking to Brent. Xavier asked Brent how he would feel about competing in the veto competition because he needed a competitor in there for him to win for him. And Brent says, put me up, put me to where I compete, as in you want to put me up as a nominee to where I'm guaranteed to play. Yeah, I'm not comfortable at all with this. If you put me up, I'm a target. I'm not a pawn. I'm a target. And Xavier continues to try and pitch this to where Brent is threatening betrayal by that move. And Xavier asks, so if I put you up, you feel like it's betrayal? Brent says, yes. And it will feel like that to my team, too. Now, remember that his team is Derek X and Hannah, who celebrated Xavier's win and are full on board of the get Brent out plan, including Whitney. (laughs) So Xavier asks, can you trust me? And Brent says, if you put me up, we won't be the same. So we get to the nomination ceremony. The nominations are as expected, Brent and Brittany. Now on the feeds, Xavier had told everyone in the house to pretend like it is Brittany going home and let Brent feel comfortable be surprised with the nominations, don't go over the top. He's telling some of them, don't go over the top with your shock faces. You know, don't don't open yourself up like that, but, you know, act surprised or whatever. Just make it look like Brittany is the target. So after nominations, Brittany cries again, and she cries a lot. <laughs> so she's just openly sobbing to where you can hear her outside of the room that she is in. And again, remember that she is safe. Now, I don't know, this has been a topic on the feeds that Brittany said that Xavier said something in his speech that she didn't like. Now, on the show, we didn't see anything with that. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they cut something out, or if this is just Brittany just being dramatic. I don't I don't really know. I don't know. We will have to get some info from somebody that was in the know on that. So uh, we'll have to wait on that, and hopefully somebody gets asked that at some point, like in post-show interviews or something. So, but we didn't see anything on the show. I didn't see anything in the speech, but, and then on the show, they didn't, they showed the tears, but I think that, I don't know, Brittany made it sound like the tears was from the speech. So I don't know. I don't know. Now, Xavier, of course, he hears her just sobbing and he goes in and he's just like, can I please talk to her just one-on-one for a little bit and just, you know, he's, he's wanting to talk her down again and talks to her once again, saying, again, everyone in the house knows, just, you know, relax. And he's like, you know, basically like, I'm sorry, and this it's going to be okay. And, you know, Brittany's talking about how awful of another week that this is going to be. And it's like, again, Brittany, you're safe. You were safe last week. You're safe this week. Just relax, girl. Just relax. I'm saying this. <laughs> But basically, Xavier, you know, he was just like, you're safe. Everybody knows. Everybody's clued in. Just chill out. It's going to be all right. So Hannah is going to talk about in the DR and everything about how she just can't stand Brent this much to where she is willing to take out her own teammate. And 
Brent's tone in the DR is that now he knows he's the target, but that the joke is on Xavier because he knows he has the votes to stay. He doesn't. The edit is setting him up for a downfall big time here. So Xavier talks to Ozza again, where we have tears from Xavier, where he's just feeling hurt over Brittany crying over this, and he's hating that he is making her cry. It's just really bothering him, because, you know, it, it's a game, but it's like he he's hurting because she's hurting, and he really likes Brittany. So we see Brittany, or I mean, we see Tiffany talk to Ozza, saying it really doesn't matter anyway about the wild card competition because Aza goes to Tiffany and she's questioning why did y'all double team Brittany in that competition and Tiffany's like doesn't matter anyway you know she's trying to downplay it and you know it's like Brent's the target let's just focus on that and the thing with Tiffany and Aza is that they clash often about the game and they're aligned in the cookout alliance here, so they're working together, but they have clashed often here early in this game. And again, they're same side with the cookout, but they also, they both admit to each other that they play the game very differently than one another. And I feel like this is going to be an issue with the cookout alliance in the future, because eventually one of them is not going to be able to accept it all like a game move that one of the other does. So that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Show-wise, we get back to more of the Alyssa and Christian showmance to where they are on the HOH bed. And Christian's like, well, I'm going to make my move. And pulls the blanket over and they start kissing. And it's obvious and they say they feel like a couple that's trying, like a bunch of kids are trying to hide from their parents kissing in their bedroom or something. And they say, what if we get caught? And right after that, walks in Xavier, <laughs> who sees it and is basically like, are you kidding me? And walks right back out. And they have that look of like busted kids that their parents just busted them. They're like, oh yeah, we just got busted. Now, of course, it isn't something that Xavier knew it's like everybody knows that that's a thing so but I did like what Xavier said the DR where he said come on y'all he said if, if you're going to be kissing at least do that on move over to the couch and not in my HOH bed and that's something that's been talked about a lot from like the feed viewers that especially when Xavier has a crush on Alyssa and I like Alyssa and Christian, obviously, but I'm like, come on, you two, at least move it to the couch, especially when Alyssa knows that he likes her a little bit, too. You know, I was just like, oh, it's just it's just kind of kind of cruel, you know. But anyway, it's like, move it to the couch, get out of the guy's bed, <laughs> you know. So and I think it's like I, and Xavier called it out in the DR and I think they realized, too, that they had messed up. So. But it was it was a funny moment with them getting caught. It just looked like two kids like being caught when the door flies open, and they're just like, "What? What? No, everything's fine. We're not doing anything." <laughs> so that gets us to the veto. The players are picked, and again, two nominees play along with the HOH, and they pick the names to the other names to play out of the bag. Pick the names out of the bag to play. Xavier picks the house guest choice. So he picks Christian, Brent picks Big D, 
Brittany picks Whitney. So this gets us to the veto competition, which is the Bolarina competition returning. It's knockout style here with competing. So the first two are picked randomly, which is Brent against Brittany. Uh, famous last words from Brent in the DR here as he says, I don't need to win the veto, but I want to win it just to rub it in Xavier's face. No, Brent, you need it. <laughs> you need to win this if you want safety. So Brent's so Brent goes up against Brittany. He defeats Brittany. Xavier then defeats Brent. And he picks Brent to play against. And that was all that Brent needed right there. When Brent gets picked by Xavier to play against him, Brent says, oh, this confirmed it, that I'm the target. He's wanting to knock me out here early. So from there, Xavier knocks out Brent. Big D defeats Whitney. Christian defeats Big D. This leaves a last matchup of Xavier and Christian with Christian winning and winning the veto. Now here comes the next mess up of Brent's. His next plan on how to play this week is to talk to people and talk to them, talk them into not wanting the veto used. He doesn't want the veto used on himself, and he wants to make sure that doesn't happen. So he talks to Derek X and Kylan, and he tells Kylan to talk to Xavier and tell him, tell them that he needs to make the play of make sure to tell the group that man, uh, Brent's annoying. We really need to vote him out. This is actually the plan. He wants Brent wants them to. He wants to pull the very group that are voting him out. Pull them. Have them go into the HOH room. And let them sit and talk to discuss about voting him out. And they do this as Brent is downstairs. Now, again, this is actually happening. He is going to be voted out by this group. He plans to put them all in a room to where they talk together to actually vote him out. This is his move. This is his game move. Now, actually, what ends up happening here is this actually helps that group because they can rarely talk with Derek X as a big group without drawing suspicion that Derek X is with them. So this inadvertently gives them the chance to meet under these circumstances and not look shady to where the rest of the house is like, yeah, Brent wanted us to do this. This is his latest bizarre play. So we all just had to sit in a room together for a while and make it look like we're talking. So... They can play it as Brent had us do this. So that gets us to the eviction episode tonight where Brent talks about how this is going to be an epic blindside of all blindsides. Yes, it is, but just not as you think. So he continues to roam the house saying to keep playing this up. He actually bumps into a conversation with Derek X and Hannah at one point to where they're talking about Brent going home. And they try and cover cover it. You know, Hannah sees him like last second and she's like, oh my goodness, I think I just got caught. And this has been a thing on the feeds a lot where he pops in during their conversations. Every time we get like a Derek X Hannah conversation with just the two of them, he'll pop in. And we actually get a montage here of Brent jumping in conversations. One where he talks to Alyssa. Now, on the feeds, Brent thinks he has Alyssa locked, including a final two talk. Now, we get to the talk of next week, because 
Brent's a lock. We knew he was going home. So the chaos of the feeds in the last few days has been the like the strategy of who's going to take what shot next week. I can't even tell you really everything that happened here with all this on the feeds because it's been too much. And the game talk has just been constant with maneuvering, which is great because they're playing hard. It's just really hard to follow, though, to understand who's playing who and everything. It's just, it's been a lot. They've been playing a lot of game in just a few days here. A lot of people have joked that they're basically playing like four weeks of Big Brother in like two days here. So the talk here turns to the Kings being the only team that has all four members left and that people feel like something needs to be done to figure it out, figure it out on how to take a shot at them. So Whitney, Derek X, and Hannah all discuss that. Now Derek X is obviously in the Royal Flush Alliance with the Kings, so he feels like he can't take the shot because obviously it will expose him and he's in a pretty good position here. So they discuss Whitney winning HOH to where she could take the shot and then it would take care and protect them, especially Derek X. So that would get the job done without exposing him. Now Derek later talks to Tiffany and Claire who also are talking about the Kings and wanting to take a shot there too. Tiffany is talking about the trickiness of taking the shot when she is in the royal flush with them as well. So, Derek X says that Whitney is willing to take the shot, and we could just let her win HOH, and we can make it happen. So, now the Kings, on the other hand, they won HOH knowing that someone is very likely to take a shot at them coming this coming week. Now, Sarah Beth tells the rest of the Kings that she would like to target Hannah because she says that she never talks game with her and that she just doesn't trust her. Now, obviously, Xavier doesn't want Hannah being a target because of the cookout alliance that he's in with her. So now he's trying to figure out a way to deflect the target off of Hannah without being obvious that he is protecting Hannah. So this gets us to the eviction. Now, two things not shown on the show, and this is big because we were talking about a blindside on Brent. Big D outed the blindside to Brent on the live feeds because he was feeling really bad and sympathetic about it, and he didn't want Brent to get blindsided. Now, Brent really didn't click on it fully in believing it, but it got in his head. And it gave it possibility. And, I mean, bottom line, Big D ruined the blind side. So, yeah, that's really frustrating. It was like James Hewling flashbacks of BB-18 to where every time we had a blind side that was coming, right before the show, James would get, get that... Uh, sympathetic feeling and he would go to the person and be like yeah I just I can't let you be blindsided you're gonna go home and it drove us crazy because James would ruin every single blindside and ruin our tv for bb18 every single time and when big d did this I was like oh my goodness it's James healing flashbacks here so he ruined the blindside, so Brent is aware of it. Now, here's another thing that happened. Christian and Brent talked last night as well, 
And Brent was pushing the narrative that he has been pushing about that Brent wants the women targeted because he's like, we can't keep having all these men being eliminated and the women are going to run things and they're going to all align together. Christian accidentally said, well, he said, well, I guess, yeah, you're right, because that would be three guys out the first three weeks. And yeah, he just said that. And it clicked on Brent. You could see Brent like doing the math where he's like, three guys, that would be I'm the guy on the block this week. So Christian accidentally did say this, but he tried to cover it up where he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I, you know, he just, he tried to cover it. So, I mean, Christian did mess up, but that was an honest mess up. Big D is the one that ruined this blind side by telling him that this was coming. So the votes to evict Brent are 11 to 0. The votes to evict are Christian, Aza, Derek X, Kylan, Claire, Hannah, who in her vote said, with an immense amount of joy and happiness, I vote to evict Brent, which is so funny. I love Hannah. Uh, Sarah Beth, Alyssa, Big D, Whitney, and Tiffany were the other votes. 11-0 vote to evict Brent. Blind side, but not a blind side. You really didn't get much of a reaction out of him. Uh, because again, I feel like he knew. You know, it's... Did he probably in his head think, yeah, maybe it won't happen, you know, or think big things? Possibly, but he knew. He was told. So in his post-interview, he said that he wasn't shocked at all because he said he was a target since day one. Julie, again, Julie Chen, continues to push that in the interview saying, you weren't shocked? Why? And I, I said at the TV, because he was told, Julie, watch the feeds. <laughs> watch the feeds, Julie. And uh, <laughs> that was my initial, like, shout-back reaction on uh, as I was watching the TV. Now, as far as, like, his team, this was interesting. She asked how he felt about his team, being the votes against him. And he said, you know, Whitney said, me and her, our personalities have just never clicked. Derek X turned against me right away. So it's not the first time he's turned against me. With Hannah, he said, Hannah just went with the herd, you know, because that was like herd mentality uh, being against him with his team. So she just went with the herd and that's why she voted. Yeah, that's not what happened. <laughs> so... One thing I noticed, too, is they sure allowed a lot of time for this interview. Um, I really think they clearly wanted, like, the blindside extended reaction, which I get. But again, he knew. He knew. This wasn't a blindside. And again, it was probably in his head, at least as a possibility. Here's where he gets his Hannah reality check. In the goodbye messages, Hannah absolutely roast him in her goodbye message talking of, you know what they say in Big Brother, that when you start to feel comfortable, that's when you go home and commenting on his arrogance and then saying, thank you for flying flight BB-23 to enjoy your flight home. <laughs> so Hannah, like all of her annoyance and frustration of Brent, completely came out in this goodbye message where she was basically like, peace out, goodbye, see ya. <laughs> Enjoy your flight home. So, 
that showed to him and it did kind of hit him a bit where he's like, oh, wow. Okay. And now Tiffany also gave him a big reality check too, where she said, saying, guess you didn't see that the teams were coming from you at all sides, where it's like jokers were coming at you from this end and the kings from this end and the queens from this end. And so that confirmed to him that it wasn't just one person or a team. It was instead the whole house that it came to him and took him out. So that gets us to the HOH competition that closed week three and closed tonight's episode. Competing as teams here, it was called Peer Pressure. It was a race to complete a surfboard puzzle. And but it was only like one member at a team, one member at a time competes with a 25 second clock. You run up, work on the clock for your 25 seconds. You have to run back before that clock expires, and then you'll send in the next person. So you'll work on the puzzle, but you have to run back before the 25 seconds expires, and then the next person goes. And the last person that completes the puzzle is the HOH for the week. And as I was watching this and watching them kind of struggle, well, not kind of struggle, they were struggling with this puzzle. And I was thinking somewhere Caitlin Herman is freaking out right now. Because if you remember back to BB20, when they gave her, when it was like the, the competition to come back in the house and you could clearly tell production was planning on her coming back in the house. They gave her the easiest puzzle to do. It was the easiest puzzle to do, and she completely could not get it done, including her sitting down on the floor at one point, freaking out and stressing out while the clock is running, and all of us are like screaming at our TVs like, Caitlin, get up and work on the puzzle. You're running out of time. And she lost. So anytime there's like a puzzle competition that comes up, it's like Caitlin's got to be freaking out somewhere, having like post-traumatic stress over what happened. She actually posted on Twitter tonight where she's like, guys, I'm okay. I am okay. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. She owns it. She She's owned that moment ever since it happened. So competition ends up the Kings win, which is what the house did not want. So the team of four that has four complete players still wins and Christian was the last person to complete it. The funny thing is here, I didn't even know the Kings had won because they were showing something else at the time. And I heard the bell go off, and I thought it was because Derek X didn't get back to his his uh, space and time, and it let the clock expire and it eliminated them. That's what I thought had happened. And maybe that's what did actually happen, and Christian just happened to get it at the same time. But in the chaos, I didn't think Chris, I don't think we saw Christian hit it. And all of a sudden, it was just like, Congratulations, Kings, you have won <laughs> power for the week. So crazy happenings. Again, this is not what the house wanted. So with Christian being HOH, I'm afraid Hannah may be a target here, and I do not want Hannah as a target. So I am hoping that that uh, Xavier can deflect this, and hopefully Derek X can deflect this too, because I don't want Hannah on a block. I really like Hannah, but does Brittany go on the block again? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, the meltdown is going to be crazy if she goes on the block again, especially when 
it's going to be the Joker's time to be have-nots this week. So she's already going to be a have-not. And that's going to have her upset. And if she ends up being on the block for a third week in a row, it's going to be meltdown city in that house. So we'll have to see what Christian does as HOH this week, as this completes the week of the downfall of Brent. Whoa. It was a downfall. Whew. My goodness. So that is a wrap for this week's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Take care and God bless. Mm-hmm.